Brothers and sisters, uh, a while ago I was posting some videos on Saint Philomena and uh, so I just want to continue a bit about her story. Um, for those who have not seen those videos, Saint Philomena was um, a virgin martyr from the early centuries of the church, second century, uh, third century. Her tomb was discovered in the catacombs and and she was very much intact, her, her, her grave, her tomb. And uh, very shortly after, a lot of miracles started to happen with people who would implore her prayer in heaven. And I suppose God gives us on earth tasks and, and certain talents and gifts and, um, and the freedom to exercise that. Um, and we know that the saints are just are more alive in heaven as they're closer to God. And, and God, uh, in his infinite wisdom about how he manifests his own work, continues to work through those saints, through their particular graces. And so the Catholic Church has recognized over her experience over time that different saints are patrons of different things. St. Philomena seems to be just a wonder worker. Uh, take, for example, there was a man, a famous sculptor, who was um, deaf um, and and dumb then in his speech for about 20 years and uh, feeling inclined to devotion to Saint Philomena he started to pray to her and then uh, one day he had a vision of her uh, paired to her with loads of angels and he was cured. Perhaps one of the biggest uh, miracles or, or the miracle that really put Saint Philomena on the map was it occurred with a lady called Pauline Jarico was a very wealthy, influential person in France who inherited quite a lot of money. She lived in Fouvière and her, she founded uh, many influential things like things like an apostle called the Living Rosary, uh, the Society for the Propagation of Faith, which, which did a lot of funding uh, for foreign missions uh, across the world. Uh, because of this, she was very well known in Rome and, and, and in the church um, because of the amount of energy she put into these societies. Uh, she also was terribly sick uh, at one point um, that went on very, very violently sick, very close to death. And in her own descriptions, I'll just describe a little bit what she was experiencing. She said the disease showed unmistakable signs of aggravation as my malady chiefly affected the heart in proportion as it increased, the palpitations became more violent so that they could be heard at a distance. On these occasions, my sides heaved with the agony I endured. A slight movement or change of position was sufficient to send the blood rushing violently back to my heart, thus causing imminent risk of suffocation. My breathing seemed to cease and the beatings of my pulse became imperceptible so that the most drastic remedies had to be applied to restore some degree of heat to my frozen limbs. The abnormal dilation of my heart compressed the lungs and breathing became a positive torture. As a consequence, I was compelled to lie perfectly still, lest the overcharged blood vessels should burst. Anyway, she goes on and on to describe this illness that afflicted her. She got a temporary relief when she prayed a novena to St. Philomena. Uh, because of the miracles that were going around at the time attributed to the saint, she had heard about this, she prayed this novena, she got some relief. And because of that, it enkindled in her an intense, intense desire to make a trip to Mugnano, which is where the relics of St. Philomena was and the shrine was. But that was a journey that back then, it, we're looking at the middle 19th century, 
would be a huge long journey. She writes in her diaries about that, you know, these awful years of torture with this disease was just, uh, was so unbearable. But she, she felt that if she were to make this pilgrimage that the, the Lord would honor her sacrifice, her journey, um, and, uh, and, and sinful Filomena could be attributed with this intercession. So she did, and they, 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 she was immensely courageous to, because not only traveling at this time, with so many threats um, going through the Alps, um, brigands and, and, and vandals to, to interrupt the journey. So many, so many it was just an, an immense heroic um, undertaking to, to, to take this journey. And, and so even at times when they came to Rome and afterwards the heat was so much, they had to travel only by night. There were times at one point she fell into a coma for two days when they had re reached a place called Chambry in France. This is before they got to Italy. And uh, people started to implore the help uh, and did a novena to St. Philomena again, and she had revived. But anyway, she got to the Holy Father and Pope who knew of her because of her famous work through all these missionary societies throughout the world. And he received her and she told her about her, her desire to go to St. Philomena. And, He's, he really believed and quoted to his own assistants that she will never make it because um, she was so gravely ill. But anyway, she got to the shrine of St. Philomena and uh, she made it through many problems. And when she went in the shrine, she received Holy Communion. It was during Holy Communion and imploring the saint's intercession that her whole body was healed. Um, and she says that, you know, Suddenly an abundant flood of hot tears burst from her eyes. A color came back to her cheeks. A warm, healthy glow spread through her burdened limbs.